0: Hey, hey, Shouter! Welcome to another episode of Shouters Friday, where we answer your questions in your journey to create a boss-free lifestyle. Here, you will find answer to all your blogging and marketing questions. I'm your host Harsh Agarwal and to help me with this podcast, we have
1: Chatty Sharma. And uh, thanks everyone for joining us today. Today we have another set of five amazing questions to discuss. We pick these questions from Shout Me Loud bloggers forum which is at ask.shoutmeloud.com. So without any delay, let's get to the first question which is asked by Pulkit Sharma. So Pulkit asks, uh, he has a food blog and he has published almost 80 recipes on it but still he's not getting any visitor from Google. So what is advice for him and how it could be improved? He's not getting any organic traffic.
0: Sure. All right, so uh, 80 blog posts, that's a, good, that's a good number. The first thing that I would suggest for Pulkit is, uh, you know, first start seeing why is all your blog posts indexed in Google or not? If you have not yet generated a sitemap, do generate and submit it to Google search console. It's free. It will help search engine bots to crawl your blog effectively. If your blog is already indexed in Google, but if you're not getting any traffic, that means uh, Google is either not able to understand your content or your content is not optimized for the search engine. For example, you may have written a recipe of, uh, you know, like creating a pasta, but your title might be different or You might have just, uh, you know, you have not given enough substance for Google to understand that this blog post is about pasta recipe. So, first thing you should uh, want to look at is the on page SEO. That if your blog post is optimized for a specific keyword, I mean, you can write about anything, but you also need to look at the fact that how people are searching for a solution to that problem. So, in this case, it could be like how to prepare pasta. Right or anything. I mean, you need to do, use a uh, keyword research tool, and that will help you to understand how people are searching for this kind of queries. And then you take advantage of on-page SEO technique to start optimizing your content like that. Uh, you can also, you can implement this for all your, all your new blog posts. At the same time, you should also go back and edit your old blog post to make sure they are optimized for a specific keyword. Okay, so that means
1: that Pulkit needs oh, what you, better keyword
2: research, right? Of of course,
1: that's the start. You need to know what keyword people are searching for, cool. right? So, what are some some tools to do keyword research, and what are considered good keywords to target?
0: Ah, oh, okay. So there are many keyword research tools that, you know, are available now. The first one, which is free, is Google Keyword Planner. I mean, it's a good first starter. However, I always find that it lacks, you know, like certain details. But if you don't have any money or you don't want to spend money before, like, you know, really getting the understanding of keyword research and finding those keywords, then you can start with Google Keyword Planner. Okay. Uh, If you're looking for a more advanced tool, and easier tools, then you can use SEMrush and another one is AHREFS. Alright. Uh, SEMrush offers 15 days free trial. You can get that from Shout Me Loud. A uh HRFs also offers 15 days trial. So this two-week is good enough for you to you know create a list of keywords that you want to target. Uh, another thing which I want to add here, Chati, is you know, this tool also gives you the keyword that other blogs are ranking for. Okay. So, for example, if there is a food blog, in the there's another food blog which is driving great amount of traffic, uh, and you use SEMrush, you can simply enter the uh, blog name, like the domain name, mm-hmm. and it will show all the keywords that are driving traffic to this blog. Wow. So, you know, this makes the whole process of keyword research pretty easy and fast, and uh you actually end up getting all those keywords which will directly help you to increase your traffic and revenue.
1: Right. So it's like getting to know their keywords and then implement those keywords or similar keywords on your blog. True lot. Okay, great. And how important is off site SEO? Is there any scope of traffic without backlinks if you have a perfect on-page SEO? Like maybe this guy is not having a good amount oh. of backlinks.
2: Right. That's a very
0: interesting question. Um, and the thing is like, there is, uh, you know, it totally depends on the niche that you're working on. So let's say you're working on a niche, which is a, you know, like a very crowded niche, for example, food blogging, fashion blogging, financial blogging, or tech blogging. Okay. Now there's a lot of competition. So, this is where backlink definitely plays a major role because it helps you to, you know, like maybe you're ranking on the fourth or fifth page and now you want to rank on the first page because there is where you get the maximum traffic. Right. With the help of backlink, you tend, up, you tend to get on the first page really fast. Okay. Now, saying that, uh, I, have, I have done an experiment like, you know, uh, two years back. It's quite old, but it's still hold relevant. If you are on a very uh, you know, unique niche, like niche where there is not a lot of competition. In those kind of niche, if you are generating good high quality content and you're taking care of on page, as well as on site SEO, then you don't really need to worry about backlinks. Mm-hmm. Um, here is another analogy. Right? And this, uh, this one, if you understand this, this will clarify all the doubts about backlinks. Uh, so without backlinks, if you have a blog, you will definitely start getting some traffic from search engine. But the point is you will be ranking on let's say second page, fourth page, seventh page, eighth page. The moment you start getting more backlinks, your ranking improves. Because it kind of you know tell Google uh, that other bloggers are telling that okay, this content is good. It's kind of a vote system. And so no matter whatever niche you are in, if you're generating backlinks it will help you to move to your target really fast. Else, it will be a slow process because people won't be able to discover your high-quality content if you're not on the first page and they will also not be able to link to your content. Okay. So, if you see that, if you're ranking on the first, if you're ranking on the first page, then people will be able to see your quality content more often. Right. And other bloggers, journalists, they will also be linking to your content. So do you see the benefit of like ranking on the first page and then what backlinks do can do for you?
1: Yes, of course. Of course.
0: Huh. You're starting?
1: Yes, Shati? Uh, yes. It's amazing to have backlinks and I think it'll le- like put your blog's growth on autopilot consider that you have a good content and it ranks on first page. So it'll get more backlinks automatically.
0: Exactly. And so to sum up his answer, like, you know, definitely you can, um, you know, you'll get traffic, uh, even if you're not doing backlink building, but, and you're creating high quality content and focusing on, on page and on site SEO. Having backlink, it works as a catalyst. It will help you to rank on the first page really fast.
1: Okay, great. So toolkit, I think that you need, uh, a better on page SEO first, and then you need to start thinking about building more quality backlinks. Okay, so let's move to the next question
2: oh. Okay, so
1: let's move to the next question, which is asked by Iqbal. So they asked that should I delete low performing posts? from my website and it's written that in my website there are some posts that are not performing in Google at all and they're published in 2015 should I delete them what will affect on my website if I'm deleting all the non-performing posts
0: right Um, and I believe like this one situation most of us often Find ourselves into that what should we do with this kind of like post which is not getting any traffic and that's a that's a serious uh, you know concern among most of the bloggers and here is how how I handle it. Uh, number one is for uh, you should look at why that content is not performing. I, chances are that nobody's searching for it you know then it makes sense. but if people are searching for it and then you're not ranking, That means there might be other factors in play that could be your content is not of uh, quality which I've seen usually like if you're writing a content less than 500 words this kind of thing happens a lot so if it's the length of the content the content does not have enough substance then you should start adding you know improve your content first that's the first first uh, course of action okay but if say let's say it's a topic that is like no longer relevant. For example, iPhone 5 or iPhone 4, you know, news news articles, those kind of content which does not have any relevant, also does not have any historic relevance. Like, you know, some news are very important for archiving purpose. Right. But it does not have that kind of significance also. Then you should definitely, you can delete them. Uh, saying that, you should be uh, extra cautious about this you should you should check Google Analytics for each blog post and how much traffic have you got so far? Uh, Second do your due diligence that okay if I'm not getting traffic why I'm not getting traffic once you have these answers uh, Then you can start deleting those posts um, So in my ex- experience and when I did the same on shout me Loud three years back it actually helped us to improve our overall traffic because once the low quality post was gone, uh, you know, like only the high quality post was there, the authority and overall ranking for other blog posts also improved. Okay. Uh, but you should do it in, you should do it this with a strategy. Uh, what I do is, you create a Excel sheet, uh, you know, create a list of all the titles and the link, the uh, link of the blog post in two ta- uh, tabs make a list of all those blog posts which you think are uh, which you find are not performing and then start taking action like uh, the way i said first do the keyword research so I can identify why it's not getting traffic uh, or why it's not ranking what is the relevancy of the blog post so make different column for that now based on those three column uh, then start checking like you know okay is it the keyword or is it the content and then start uh, creating the and then start removing, you know, like those which are not performing based on something, let's say, because of the less words in the content, then you should put all of them in one basket, like, okay, you need to improve those articles. You're not going to delete them, but you're going to improve them. For the others, you can start deleting them one by one. When you delete them, also submit the, you know, URL removal request from Google Search Console. So that's what my suggestion uh, for Iqbal is. Okay.
1: So, okay, you you are telling them to either improve it or delete it if they're not getting traffic. And again, focus on why it's not uh, performing well. But how about if we use this content as some kind of secondary content and interlink them with good performing posts and then bring some traffic to this low-performing content because of that good performing content
0: sure uh and th- that's a very interesting take and you kind of like answer the whole question itself because think this way let's say uh, you know you uh, you have certain content which is not ranking right now but you know that content has real value okay uh now in that case uh if you link from your uh you know uh, like all content which is already ranking higher or if you create pillar content uh, then you can start linking you know create a pyramid kind of structure where you link that low quality content from five different high quality content knowing that that's not a low quality content that's a good content which is not getting traffic let's just be clear that it's not a low quality content it's just not ranking higher that's why we are doing we are creating more links and Creating uh, you know internal links from one post to another that's a practice that one should always do. Make sure that all the blog posts in your blog are interlinked to each other. Like you know they should be reachable with single or one or two hops.
2: Okay.
1: Right. Yep. So, is is there any you told the good effect of removing blog posts that your overall traffic increased and other? Uh, blog post also gained more authority, but what is the bad effect of deleting posts from the blog? Like they're just kept kept over there. Like is there any bad effect too?
0: Uh, well, it depends if you're not doing it uh Smartly for example, let's say you have a content which is not getting traffic Okay, but somehow it was a news blog post and got you know about 10 backlinks Okay, and you kind of delete that blog post without checking If there was a backlink or not so you know you kind of lose those backlinks so that's one negative effect second uh, you might be getting traffic or you did not uh, do the research properly and then you delete those blog posts because you are on a deleting spree you're like okay let me delete this also let me delete that also then that's uh, that's not the right way to do it it will it might affect your overall blog so again, I'm repeating myself. You have to be uh, very cautious when you do this. You have to be smart. Instead of relying only on your gut feeling, gut feeling is good, but only relying on that is not advisable in this case. You should look at the data, like the way I said, create an Excel sheet, use numbers so that uh, when you're making a decision, it's based on the data that you have rather than just based on the intuition. Right. So iqbal
1: to conclude we'll suggest you to analyze all your blog posts and then look at why they're not performing and look at also look at the ones they're performing and then compare that why this is working why this is not and interlink uh, to bring traffic to the low performing blog post to bring them up but then again if things are not working out then you can delete some of them that you believe are not going to add value to your overall blog
0: that's true i mean the looking at the value of your content is another great way to really judge you know if it's going to work or not work
1: okay so with that let's go to the next question which is asked by someone on shout me loud forum with the username Peak 10 So the question is, I've made a site with a few articles and now what? So the guy's asking that he has optimized the post for SEO according to him because in bracket he says, I think that he has done it uh, for the SEO. But then he says that I read all all the time that you need backlinks in order to get entry to Google search rankings. But then how does he get backlinks and why will somebody put his link on their site and so what 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 should he do? Will they do uh, will they do as a favor to exchange the links? Like should he exchange links and how does this process works of getting backlinks and why will somebody do it for him? So can you please explain him how to get backlinks?
0: Sure. Oh what's his name?
1: Uh, it's a username Peak Ten.
0: Alright, Mr. Peak Ten. Uh... So here's the thing, and uh, it's mostly your attitude towards your overall process that defines the whole mechanism of backlink building as well. So let me just guide you through from the start, scratch. Um, now, if you're creating a high quality content website, okay, and uh, now the thing is, what you really need is that people should be able to, the other blogger should be able to see your content first. Now that could be done with a lot of ways. Uh, the number one is what you can do. You can start linking to you know relevant blogs in a similar niche. So that kind of sends them a ping back. They come to your blog, and if they also find your content useful and you know they see a, it's a it's of high quality, if they see a good value in there, they will automatically slowly and steadily start uh, linking to your content. Right. The challenge here is to be, to be seen by other bloggers. And there is a very smart way of, uh, you know, like uh, fixing this issue. Because when you are starting out, you're of your own. Not, not everyone knows you or probably nobody knows you. So what you can do is you can run a commenting campaign. And I'm calling it campaign, but it's mostly if you're blogging for because you really love it. Commenting is mostly fun. I mean, it's like... Uh, Reading somebody else's content then adding your own, you know, opinion, thanking them or whatever it is that you want to comment So make a list of all the good all good blogs in your niche uh, like popular blogs, uh, rising blogs and Make a habit of commenting on them every day Uh, This is a very slow process But in like 15 to 20 days, if you're commenting, let's say 20 to 30 comments every day, in next uh, two weeks or three weeks, you will start seeing the results. Number one, all these bloggers will also visit your blog. They will comment, not all of them, but majority of them. They will start talking. uh, Since these are bloggers, they might share your content also on social media. And slowly and steadily, you know, uh, they will also start linking. This process solves the basic problem of getting, being visible by other bloggers. Okay. Now, if you want to take it to the next level,
1: sure Chhati. So do you have a question? Yeah. So it's like networking, right? Like talking to others and they talking back to you and then eventually being their friends and then they kind of start to share your content and know you better.
0: Exactly. It gives you the visibility that you need in your initial days. Right. Uh, but all this will work only when you have a high quality content, when your content is good. Of course. So your quantity is good only when you are solving a problem, adding a value to others. It, right. The second way, I mean, that again comes down to the visibility part, you can also do email outreach uh that's a you know detailed process probably i'll write a blog post about that for you to really understand how you can do the email outreach to generate backlinks or you can google about the same that's another way to start generating backlinks for free without asking somebody or without you know like paying for the backlink but only uh with the help of you know reaching out to these people and let them know hey i exist and here is my blog with some quality content right So that's the best way to get started.
1: Okay. And what are your thoughts on guest posting? Like it's also a good way to get visibility and also maybe get a few backlinks from some websites.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, guest blogging is powerful, undoubtedly. Uh, Think of this, it's a, you know, like guest blogging is becoming tougher day by day. Because not everyone gets to, are allowed to guest, uh, you know, like not every blogger accept guest post from everyone. So, it and it will get tougher after, let's say, a six month or a year or two years. Okay. So, the thing is, right now, guest blogging is definitely the most powerful free way to increase your visibility, create relation, and also create battling. Right. And it does not matter what stage you are in. Like, let's say you started blogging one month before or one year before, or maybe five years before. If you have not done guest blogging, start doing that. Okay.
1: Okay, so that means that any newbie can start with guest blogging as soon as they want to, right? That that's true. Okay, and how do you find good guest blogs? like where do you know that you should post on this blog and they are good for visibility and good for backlinks and stuff
0: right um so google is the answer you know you will find lot of just search for list of guest blogs uh, blogs which allow guest posting in xyz niche like for example tech niche or uh, you can also search for some parameter like submit guest post plus tech niche or you know whatever niche are in that's number one way to start finding all the blogs that allows guest posting okay now uh i look at i look at few other factors as well uh for example if i'm doing guest posting or increasing the visibility i would see if that blog is an active blog you know like if they are posting regularly if people are engaging with the content you know because if I'm guest posting, I am actually giving one of my best articles to somebody else instead of publishing on my blog. Right. So, th- this is, these are the t- things that you should definitely check. The other blog should be at least of the same level as you or should be better than you. I mean, that's the number one you should, uh, that's the thing you should look at. Okay. If it's, if your purpose is also uh, backlink building, then you should look at the domain authority also. You know, it should be if you're a new blogger, thirty plus is great. I mean, in simple word, if their dom- domain authority is better than you, then it's you know like it's plus less. Then you should definitely just blog there. Right,
2: right. So, peak ten to
1: conclude this all. Uh, what you need is to network with like-minded bloggers, become their friends. You do that by getting visible to as many people as possible. Go do email outreach, go do blog commenting, go do guest blogging, and get in front of as many people as possible. And then after that, if your content is great, then results will speak for itself and you will start building backlinks naturally. That's true. Okay, so with that, let's move to the next question, which is by Aditya Kumar. So he asks that is there any impact on website by giving do follow link to someone else? So what do you say? Well, uh,
0: that's a very interesting question because most of us like when we start out, we don't want to give backlinks to others for a simple reason. It's not, we don't really care about the backlink, Uh, mostly it's because we don't want people to click on those link and go away from our blog right well uh, you know so this is a very limited mindset and it's perfectly all right to have this kind of mindset when you're starting out or if you have made such mistakes Uh, because the thing is adding links to other pages on the internet like other good websites, actually helps you a lot it helps google to understand that from the searching perspective, it helps Google to understand that uh, you know, like this blog, this new blog is linking to five other pages on the internet, let's say Wikipedia page, CNBC, uh, WikiHow, Shout Me Loud, uh, any other blogs or pages which are already of high authority. That means this content is also of high quality. You know, I mean people can link to good blogs, bad blogs, anywhere but if you are linking to good blogs and of course your content will be of co- uh, will also play plays a major role so it kinds of give give a good signal to search engine that your blog might be of higher quality okay. as well second it also helps you it also helps your readers because when you link to other resources it makes your content more meaningful let's say you wrote a blog post on a specific topic and you also link to four other links Uh, you know from other pages which adds uh, more results more case study or more information and from a reader perspective it just adds a lot of value so to sum it up you know like it gives you twofold benefit number one a search engine benefit definitely second fold, your readers will be more happier so adding two follow backlinks is you know it's like voting somebody it's like telling hey i trust this content or i believe in this content that's why i'm linking to it so it's just as simple as that do follow backlinks uh from your content to other content it's very useful do it in limited numbers Uh, you know i usually keep like three to four maximum sometimes like for example if i'm creating a list kind of content there are times uh, when i'm you know given backlinks to like 40 or 50 blogs within one blog post. So it depends, but in a nutshell, do follow back links are good for your blog. You should give it back to other people and you'll also receive right. what you are giving. So like okay,
1: we are giving links to others and it's adding value to our users. But when should you give a do follow link and when should you give a no follow link? Like I can give a no follow link all the time and my readers will benefit anyway. So how to decide that?
0: Right. So you know, like whenever you link to any content and you believe and trust that content, like whatever is spoken, whatever is said, whatever is mentioned on those articles, it should you should make it do follow. As I said, like it's giving vote of trust. It's like uh you know, liking a content that hey, I like this content. Right. Now let's say you're writing about something and and you're linking to an advertiser or you're linking to a resource that you don't trust or you're linking to a, you know let's say you're writing writing about hacking articles like an information article right and you link to some resources hacking resources uh you don't you don't want to pass the link juice to them uh you know in that case you should use no follow backing like your advertisers the links that you don't trust uh Links in the comment section of your blog—all these should be no followed.
1: Okay. So it's it's like a voting system. If you wanna give an upvote to somebody, just give a do follow back link. If you want a link but don't want to say if it's positive or negative, just give a no follow back link.
0: Um.
2: Yeah. More or less. Okay. So
1: Aditya, it gives. A benefit to your blog and to your readers if you give a do follow link to the content that you trust and to quality blogs and to authority blogs so yes you should give do follow backlinks to whoever you're trusting and whoever you want to upvote in the perspective of Google and give no follow backlinks to maybe your advertisers maybe affiliate links and stuff like that that is for promotions or you don't really trust but you want to link to them anyway exactly so let's move to the next question and the last question for today
2: which is how much
1: traffic a shared hosting can handle like they ask per day and per size one mb How much can it handle if you have any experience with your one site, please share and which hosting you used. So I think Shout Me Loud has gone from, you know, small hosting to a large hosting. So you must be having experience that how much a shared hosting can handle in terms of uh, traffic per day and what was size of those pages and stuff like that.
0: Sure, um, and I think it's a you know this is a situation which happens to most of the growing bloggers. Uh, when you're starting out, a shared hosting is good, but when your traffic grows, then this kind of questions automatically comes. Right. So from my experience, here is what uh, uh here is how it works. You know, a shared hosting is very powerful, especially if you are hosting on a good shared hosting companies like Bluehost, SiteGround, HostGator. You know. They are very powerful to handle your traffic. In fact, their shared hosting configuration is better than most of the entry-level VPS. Saying that, uh, my experience with, uh, you know, I think I was on, this one I tested on Bluehost and Shared uh, HostGator both. Okay. I have received about 20,000 traffic a day and my hosting survived. All right. I was afraid. I mean, one day, like you know, I, I got hit on Reddit, and I was getting a lot of traffic. But it just not, does not work like simple. Like you have a WordPress website running on this hosting, and then you expect that okay, you know, I can handle this uh, this much of traffic. It does not work like that. What really uh, you know how it works is you need to also implement other things on your blog. For example, a cache plugin. All right. You should filter bot traffic using uh, a DNS level filtering like Cloudflare, which is free. Okay. Ensure that all the plugins that you are using are well coded. They are not like you know uh, badly coded or they slows down your blog, because it then affects the whole overall CPU of the server, and then that also affects your blog you know uptime. So if you optimize your blog well on uh, this hosting like share uh. Bluehost, PostGator, SiteGround, you will have, it can handle up to 15 to 20,000 traffic. Make sure that your blog is well optimized. Right, hey,
1: so what are the hostings that you will recommend to newbies who are starting out or maybe have a few hundred people per day and they're kind of hoping to expand expand to maybe 5,000, 10,000 people per day?
0: Sure. Um. To start out, Bluehost is very good and Bluehost.com, the US one, they have, uh, you know, they are innovating a lot of new stuff, including now you can actually, when you buy the hosting and select a domain name, it automatically install WordPress for you and also implement SSL certificate for free. Wow. So Bluehost is highly recommended. Uh, I also like SiteGround, uh, which is very powerful hosting. They have their own caching system. The only limitation which I feel with them, they don't allow unlimited traffic, which is not the case with uh, Bluehost. But if you are starting a business blog, you know where you have very limited traffic, then SiteGround is also good. Okay. Um, To start with, I mean these two are great if you are just starting out. Right.
1: So when when should you when will you recommend somebody to expand to VPS or dedicated server? Like how much traffic? does that blog need or what? what's your take on this?
2: Sure.
0: sure. Um, so here's the thing, you know, as I mentioned earlier, uh, shared hosting on Bluehost or SiteGround are very powerful. They actually give you a lot of resources, like in terms of RAM and their CPU is usually powerful. So stick to your shared hosting as long as you could. Once you start facing the problem of let's say internal server error and or error connecting database, you know, those kind of issues which comes uh and you have done all the optimization from your part, like added a cache plugin, used Cloudflare, ensured that all your you know theme and plugins are clean. Mm-hmm. If still you start facing the problem, like you know, uh, your blog's blog is getting down, there is downtime happening, don't wait much after that once it starts happening then you should start making be start preparing yourself to move to a better hosting okay Um, if you're running WordPress instead of jumping into you know VPS or dedicated server you should also consider you know managed WordPress hosting which are uh, you know designed to optimize a WordPress uh, blog or WordPress website anything which is using WordPress um, there is one site, Nestify, I've tried that for my personal blog, denharsh.com, uh, I really liked it. Uh, they're not very popular in terms of like their marketing and all, but they are good and they cost pretty cheap, like about $15 or $20 per month. Okay. If you have, uh, you know, like if money is not, not a problem, let's say you're already making $500, $600 a month from your blog, then you should look at, you know, some other hosting uh, the one I use and recommend is Kinsta. It's about hundred dollars a month to starting up uh, the starter fast. But it's pretty, you know, the hosting quality is pretty amazing. Great. So to sum it, to sum it up, Chatty, like let, let me just quickly sum it up so that you know we stay on the same page. Uh, sure. Once your blog starts giving you, once your hosting starts giving you issues in terms of like, you know keeping uh, keeping your website up and running, or your website is slowing down over the time, your visitors are sending you emails saying like they're not able to access your website, or your blog is very slow. Well, that's, that's your call. That's the time you should start preparing for the migration, pick a good web hosting, and then just switch. Don't wait too long. Don't wait for doomsday that when your hosting is like completely, you know, your website is down for two days, and then you plan your move. That's not a good practice. Right. Okay.
1: So with that, uh, that was the last question for today. And that is it for today, guys. Uh, to get your questions answered on this show, join Shout Me Loud Doggers Forum at ask.shoutmeloud.com and ask your questions and your question may get featured on this podcast. So before we leave, Hirsch, will you please share the thought of this week?
0: Sure. And this is my favorite part where I actually get to share something that I believe in right. uh, or something that I've implemented to improve my life. And here's my food of thought for this week. Um, okay. This is more like a task for others. Uh, you know, For next one week, uh, from listening listen to this podcast to next one week, start waking up one hour earlier than you usually do. So if you wake up at eight o- eight o'clock in the morning or seven o'clock in the morning, start waking up at like one hour earlier. Um, now use that time to do mm-hmm. anything that you have been procrastinating for long. For example, you wanted you want to you know uh, do battle building, you want to do guest blogging, you want to probably go to a go to a gym, or you want to start meditating. Whatever you want to wanted to do, but you are not able to. Add it into your life because of the time constraint right use that one hour for that and the best way to get it done is by sleeping one hour earlier if you sleep usually sleep time is at 11 o'clock start sleeping at 10 Uh, try this for one week make sure that you know in sleep one hour earlier get up one hour earlier and then do something that you have been procrastinating for and let me know in one week on the forum or just tweet me i would love to hear how it worked out for you
1: right that that's an amazing strategy to actually get the work done that you're planning to do for a long time but somehow are not able to do it so i think this is definitely that everybody should try for at least a week to like have a taste of it okay so thank you very much guys for joining us this week and thank you, Hirsch for answering all the questions today. And we'll catch you next Friday at 7 p.m. on Shouters Friday with Harsh Agrawal. Have a great week. All right. guys.